Welcome to Create Wealth Through Franchising. I'm your host, Kim Daly. Whether you're a CEO, a military vet, a real estate investor, or simply in career transition and ready to take ownership of your future, with each episode, you're gonna learn valuable insights and hear inspiring stories from within the franchise industry. On that note, my guest stories are their own. And as a franchise consultant, I do not make personal brand endorsements or earnings claims, but I do educate, motivate, and inspire dreams. Now, on to the show. Hey, Daily Coach fans, welcome back to Kim Daily TV and Create Wealth Through Franchising podcast. I am your host, Kim Daly, and I am your special guest today. (laughs) It's the end of 2023. What kind of year have you had? Have you been sitting on the sideline of your dreams thinking about owning a business and now you're frustrated that you didn't dare do it? Or Better yet, did you dive into business ownership and you made that dream come true, but now you're like, oh my God, now what do I do? I thought I would share a few words with you about what I do at the end of each year as I start to prepare for who I want to be and how I want to grow in the new year. You know, Aristotle taught us that successful people have successful habits. So if you want to be a successful person in your business, you have to have successful habits. And the planning that we do at the end of the year, I think, is what makes us successful into the new year. This time of the year, I'm sort of like coasting because I am very intentional for 11 months of the year. And I know exactly where I am in relation to where I want to be at all times in my business. And so that allows me at this time of the year to sort of take my foot off of the gas and just sort of coast into the end of the year. Now, I also have a business that has a sales cycle that's 60 to 90 days long. So that's part of it as well. But if I completely rested on my laurels, then come February or March of next year, I wouldn't have anybody, you know, lined up for Meet the Team Day or Discovery Day, right? So I can't completely step away from my business without it impacting some part of my business. But the idea is that my year, 2023, it's already done. To the extent that I can control the results of my business, what I can do to control it is done. At the time of this recording, today is November 30th, 2023. So over the last couple of weeks, I've started to think about who do I want to be in 2024? What do I want to accomplish? But I do that first by looking back at this past year. Now, I had a massive year for 2023. Personally and professionally, I accomplished some major life changes, including a remodel of my home, which I'm finally like coming to the end of. I'll be moving back next week. I also was able to do my first keynote speaking event, which took a lot of my time and energy this year because I had never done anything like that. And so I had to spend a lot of time learning. I watched a ton of YouTube videos and TED Talks and on, you know, death by PowerPoint and how to be a good keynote speaker, what what elements are included in a good keynote speech. But anyway, the point is that I had to grow a lot this year to accomplish a couple of these really big tasks or projects that I had on my books for 2023, in addition to growing my franchise business, my daily coaching business. So a lot was done, massively successful. 
And as I think about 2023, and I think about how successful I was financially, I really have to like smile and say, it's no accident. I was successful financially because I grew so much personally and professionally. You've heard me say this before. You become the owner worthy of said financial result, right? Or you have the business with a financial result because you became the owner, right? The ownership over the business comes first. Success, financial success is a result of who you become and how you grow as the leader of your organization. And then you have the financial result because the money comes from serving people. So as I'm growing personally and professionally, and, and I'm just passionate, I was so passionate this year, head down for so much of the year because I was growing and that's the whole point of life. That's what makes us happy, right? Well, of course, then that correlates to all parts of my business and my life and that correlates to financial success. So as you start to think about who you want to be in 2024, I think you got to reflect back on 2023, what went right, what went wrong. So for me, I don't want to have another 2023. (laughs) Like this was a lot, like it was too much, like not too much. I handled it all, but like, okay, I'm a little bit tired, right? So next year I want to grow in different ways. Like I plan to write and publish a couple of books. They're small books, but they're books that have been on my heart for a long time. So I want to get that done. And I think I can get that done in the first quarter. So I started to think about what do I want to accomplish task-wise? Who do I want to be? And who do I have to be in order to accomplish those tasks? And then I start writing it down on paper. So if you want to be an intentional business owner, you have to get your thoughts out of your head on paper. You know, you might have heard me say that, like, I keep all of my daily goals, like, all around me, right? My weekly goals that are created in part from my quarterly goals that are created then in part from my annual goal, right? So I'm always sort of measuring where I am in relation to where I want to end up. And what I want you to do is I want you to think about your goals, write them down on paper. And the first time you write them down, it won't, it shouldn't be the last time. I think this is a conversation that you have with yourself. You leave it alone, maybe meditate, sleep on it, think about it. And I think you need to come back to your goals two, three, four times before New Year's Eve. The goal would be to have it done before the ball drops on New Year's Eve. So when you wake up on January 1, you're very intentional. You're not fumbling around trying to get ready to get ready. You're just ready. Oftentimes, I think our businesses don't really like tip over on January 1. It's usually around January 5 or 10. So we're already losing a few days into the new year, but that's okay, right? We account for that. You don't have to be like that type A. So the other part of planning for your year is getting the calendar out and really thinking ahead to the vacations you want to take in the new year. So I've started talking to my kids about, you know, their winter break, their spring break over summer. Like I have a son who's a junior in high school, so we've got to do some college tours. So I have that on my mind and I'm I'm starting to plan not specifically the weeks necessarily, but the amount of time that I want away from my office because this is how you be very intentional. 
So if you look at your financial result, and I always use the million dollar as like the goal, like let's say your goal is to do a million dollars in revenue next year. I want you to reverse engineer your plan based on that million dollar goal or $5 million goal or a half a million dollar goal, wherever you're at in your business, whatever makes sense for you. But make that goal a stretch. If you're getting 100% of your goal, you're leaving way too much on the table, okay? So the business owner with a goal is like the ship with a port. So now you have a destination. But if you add in the navigation system on that ship, which is your daily plan, well, the ship with a port and then a navigation system can get to that goal, that port, every single time. So when people marvel at the business that I have, oh, you're so consistent. Well, I'm consistent in how I perform. I'm never sure like which of my candidates will be the ones to say yes to their dream. That's not for me to control, right? What I control in my business is how many people I work with. So you have to look at your business and say, what do I have to control? And then base your goals off of what you can control. If you're trying to control things that are not yours to control, you are going to be perpetually frustrated. Things like the economy, things like your market, competition. You don't have to worry about the economy or the competition if you're focused on the things that you can control. You won't even have time. <laughs> it won't even matter. I've never proven the economy to be something or even the pandemic to be something that impacted my financial result because I don't let my mind go there. I don't waste time focusing on things that I have no control over. It's like some friends at the gym, they sucked me into this fantasy football thing. And like after a couple of weeks, I was like, why do we do this? <laughs> like we're, we're focusing on something that we have no control over. Like it's so aggravating, right? Like I'm like, I'm out. Like I'm still doing it because I committed to it. But it's like, it's so dumb. What a waste of time to worry about my team that ultimately I have no control over how players are going to perform or if they get injured. It's just a waste of my time and energy. The same thing in your business. So when you're building out your daily plan, it's got to be based off of a bank of days that you want to work. So if you use my typical example of if there are 52 weeks in the year, let's get that to 48. So let's give you at least four weeks of vacation. Now, in your particular business, you may have some seasonality, and that may be the time where you naturally step away from your business. That's part of why I take my foot off the gas this time of the year too. There are certain people who are charging forward to make it happen before the ball drops on New Year's Eve. But there's a lot of people that are like, oh my gosh, it's the end of my quarter, you know, in my job. It's holiday season. I'm a mom. Like you got all these things going on. It's like, this is going to bleed into January anyway. Cool. Let's let it, you know? So if you have seasonality, work with that, but figure out when you want to be away from your business. And then what I want you to do is count up the number of days that you're going to be in the office. So if you use 48 weeks and you only worry about driving your business forward five out of seven days. So even if you're operating seven days a week, let's take our foot off the gas a couple of days because it's just too much. So five times 48 gives you a bank of 240 days to play with. So in my classic example of your goal is to get to a million dollars in revenue with your average ticket of what you're selling somebody annualized or if it's a one-time sale, $5,000.
So you need 200 customers to make that million dollars at $5,000 ticket, and you have 248 days. So 200 customers in 248 days is about a one to a one ratio. So your daily plan is if every day I come to work for 240 days and I sell my customer, one customer, a $5,000 average ticket, then at the end of that year, I have a million dollar business. So this is the daily plan. The plan is so simple. I'm not telling you that execution is easy. I'm just telling you that the plan is simple. Now, if you have closing ratios, we got to add that in. So how hard do I have to work to get the one sale? So let's say that your closing ratios are one out of three. So then when you look at each week that you're going to work, you need 15 appointments on the book. You need to get through the 10 no's to get to your five yeses. So the cool thing about this is, especially if you're coaching people in a sales process, when they see that they have 15 appointments on the book, but 10 of those people are going to say no, it helps the salesperson lose the no, right? Like so many times when we're selling something, we get so distracted by people saying no. It's not everybody's job to say yes, right? So, I mean, obviously you want to get better. You want to get those closing ratios higher, but it's unrealistic to think that everybody you invest time with is going to say yes in your sales process. So if you're coaching your people and you can be like, look, you're going to hear no way more than you're going to hear yes. Two thirds of the time you're going to hear no. And that's okay. You're still successful and you're still on track so long as you're getting your five yeses out of your 15 appointments. And the average of what you're selling people is five grand. So some may be 3,000 tickets, some may be $10,000 tickets, but if the average at the end of the week is five, then we're on track. So this is how you work your daily plan that will hold you accountable to your annual goal, but you don't have to worry about the million dollar Mount Everest. Like how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do you build a million dollar business? One $5,000 ticket at a time or whatever your numbers are. So this is what I did back in 2011 that took me from average performing for eight years to history making one year later back in 2011. But I didn't even have these numbers that first year. All I had was the dream of how much money I wanted to earn and the average ticket so I knew how many people I had to serve. But at that point in time, I didn't keep track of my closing ratios. And so what I love to say is I've spent the last 13 years mastering the art of what I did that first year back in 2011. And what I mean by that is each year when I think about how do I want to grow, like back in the day, it was like, all right, let me look at my lead sources. So you start looking at your lead sources and saying, well, is there a correlation between where the lead originated from and whether they bought from me? And so you start to mine your lead sources and drop the ones that really aren't producing. They produce leads, but maybe people that just waste your time and sink, you know, they, they, they suck up your energy. It's a risky thing to do. It takes a lot of courage to let go of lead sources. But if you free up time to be able to invest it in other lead sources or newer lead sources where you might have a better return over time, that's going to make you incrementally better. Right. And another thing you may want to look at are your closing ratios. So if your closing ratios are one out of four, one out of five, you're you're working way too hard. 
take a sales training class or get with some other franchisees who have better closing ratios than you and start working through the objections that you're hearing in your business. Pay those franchisees to coach you, if you will. Because people in your franchise, they know what objections your customers throw up, you know? So why go pay a coach on the outside when you could maybe just pay another franchisee who's already mastered that part of your business and who could donate a couple of hours to helping you? There's a really, really good book out there by Phil Jones called uh, Exactly What to Say. This is like a hundred page book. You can read it in a half an hour, (laughs) but you literally could take this book and dissect every part of your sales process and he teaches you exactly what to say. He has like every single objection that anybody could ever throw up in any sales process. It's a masterful book. Highly recommend the book. So Going back to the planning part, this is how you build your daily plan. And so then the rest of it, starting January 1, is just putting your head down and then executing or leading your team to execute according to this plan. So like I said, the the plan is really, really simple, but execution of it is not necessarily easy, right? If it were easy, everybody would do it. Everybody would have the million-dollar business like or the multi-million-dollar business, of course, Distractions happen, you know, things happen that divert our attention temporarily. But as you get disciplined at holding yourself accountable to your daily goals, what you're going to find is that you're not as easily distracted by all the fires that come up, you know, the things that take away your attention temporarily. You may even discipline yourself to deal with them later in the day, but bring your fresh energy and positive attitude from the morning into those things that drive the greatest result in your business, which typically are prospecting, closing sales, you know, working on the marketing side of your business, the customer acquisition side, because the other stuff will be there later in the day anyway, right? (laughs) So these are some of the things that I do this time of the year that can help you be a more intentional owner, that will help you build a plan to where you don't feel enslaved to your business. Because we worked in the days that you want off before we even planned how many days we were gonna work. Years ago, one of my mentors taught me this little trick, and it's a genius trick. And the more you're in your business, the more you'll know what weeks you could totally disappear. You you almost don't even have to count them as your weeks off. Because in every business, not every week of the year is going to be, you know, your high-flying week, right? Certain businesses, you know, the week of Thanksgiving, you could completely disappear. The week between Christmas and New Year's, maybe a spring break or a summer vacation. Sometimes you have an entire summer off. Sometimes you have months off in the winter if you have a seasonal business. So this is what I mean. As you get in there and you understand how your business ebbs and flows naturally, then you'll be even better at when to plan your time away where it really won't impact your financial result. And as you gain confidence in your team and in the people that are working for you, well, you can be away while they're working and it definitely won't impact your result. You know, in a business like mine, that doesn't really work. So I have to plan more for that vacation. And for me, with my mentality, hold myself accountable to taking the time off because I get that silly sickness of, no, I want to keep my head down and I want to keep working. But All of us are better after vacation, let's be real. (laughs) 
So that's kind of the daily plan that I wanted to share with you. If you need more on that, you certainly can reach out to me. The last thing I would say here is, like I said in the beginning, successful people have successful habits. And the more intentional you can be about every part of your business, then the more in control you're going to feel. And I don't say in control because I'm a control freak. I say in control because when I'm in control, I just feel happy. Right? Like a a lot of people will be like, Kim, you're so passionate about what you do. And I think, well, you'd be passionate too if you had a business like I have, but you can have it. I'm teaching you how to have it, right? The passion comes because I'm always in control. And if my business is off track, I'm not blaming it. I'm not a victim, right? To my competition or to the economy or to anything. I look in the mirror. (laughs) And I hold myself accountable and say, what are you doing that's causing this? Because ultimately, I understand that I am the creator of my reality. As a business owner, in my life, as a human, we are all creators of our own reality. How you think, how you talk, and how you act is what you create. So own that power. Use your power for good, not for evil. And and hold yourself accountable. Laugh at yourself when you find yourself in a negative spiral. We are humans. Things knock us off track and that's okay. It's okay to be knocked off track, but how long are you going to stay off track, right? Like it's okay to slip up on your diet, but how long are you just going to stay off of your diet, right? Like get yourself right back on. It's In the end, it's not really going to matter. When you look back at the first year that I made history in my franchise industry, I was only 80% effective at reaching my goal, but 80% made me a history maker. So you know what, guys? Perfection is not the goal. What's the goal then? Consistency. Just like going to the gym, right? It's not about what you do on any one day. It's the consistent effort a certain number of days that leads to the incremental muscle building where you look in the mirror and you see your biceps, you see your abs. (laughs) It's the consistent effort toward your daily plan, inching you forward toward your big annual goals that land you at the business of your dreams. And all along the way, if you're working intentionally, you will be happy. You will feel in control. And there's more to wealth than money. Because passion and being happy is absolutely a definition of wealth. And that's what you were saying yes to the day that you signed your franchise agreement. That's what you want. You want the growth. You want to feel in control. And this is how you do it. So I hope this inspires you to set aside some time, get your plans together, think about who you want to be, Before you think about the money you want to make, business is about serving people. When you serve more people, you make more money. God bless you. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. And here's to an amazing and abundant new year in 2024. (music) 
You can find more content just like this on my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. And if you're inspired to take the next step to explore franchises matched to you, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. 